Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Gilda Evans, bringing you the Autism Resource Podcast. This podcast and the ARP website are your one-stop knowledge and resource base for autism and much more. I'm very pleased to have Vijay Ravindran as my guest today. Vijay is an accomplished entrepreneur and technology executive and an engineering graduate of the University of Virginia. He is the founder and CEO of Florio, a venture-backed startup developing virtual reality learning for people with autism spectrum disorder, ADHD, and anxiety. Vijay's career spans digital commerce and the news media. He joined Amazon in 1998 when the company sold books and music. He later served as director of the ordering department at Amazon and led the team that launched Amazon Prime. As chief digital officer for the Washington Post Company, he founded WAPO Labs and oversaw the development of over a dozen products in the digital news landscape. Welcome, Vijay, and thank you so much for taking the time to join me today to discuss the amazing technology that you've helped to develop. Thank you. I'm excited to be on. So to begin with, tell me, what is Florio? Please tell us more. Yeah, um, Florio uh, is a virtual reality system that enables the neurodiverse to be able to practice and gain real world skills that translate to real world success. And the way it works is that we create virtual reality lessons that focus on different skill areas that someone in the neurodiverse community might want to uh, improve upon, gain. And we deliver that through mobile virtual reality headsets the learner, the person receiving the, the lesson, uh, works with a coach, which uh, can be a, uh, a therapist, a special educator, a parent, if they're a child, a friend. Um, and that coach is able to provide uh, live coaching through an iPad app. They can see what the learner is seeing, and they're able to uh, also manipulate some of the characters to create some of the social dynamics and other interactions that can help make uh, the skill uh, something that's teachable. And so Florio is a virtual reality product that we then uh, license to uh, therapists, special educators, and, and parents, and, uh, and then they use it as a subscription-based product to, to work with the neurodiverse. Okay, so you mentioned therapists, schools, parents. Would they all use this particular device and, and technology in the same way? Would it be a little bit different in the way they would utilize it? And also, what skills can be learned through Florio? Yeah, yeah those are great questions. So um, the lessons uh, range from, so taking it backwards, the lessons range from uh, a wide array. We have over 200 lessons in our catalog today. We release new content every month. So we're always taking advice from our existing customers on where are areas that we can be helping the neurodiverse. And so, you know, we started the product focused initially on younger kids. So we worked on some of the areas that would be typically part of early intervention, um, such as gestures, imitation, joint attention, uh, which encompasses areas like uh, you know understanding the significance of pointing, 
And we uh, expanded that into social skills in the school, safety areas like crossing the street or uh, handling a bullying situation, uh, law enforcement encounters, and then have moved into areas such as executive function and emotional regulation. And with our recently announced contract with the state of Tennessee's Department of IDD workforce training as well. And while we work with a number of different stakeholders who use Florio, they tend to incorporate it in different ways. So what we find is that uh, we work with lots of different styles of therapists, ranging from speech therapy to occupational therapy to behavioral therapists to psychologists. And so they all have their own unique protocols and learning paradigms. And so our lessons are presented based on uh, skill skill categories and that those coaches, uh, therapists, then make a decision of which skill categories and which lessons within it are appropriate to fold into what they're doing. Um, similarly, in the special education context, often the IEP for the child is used as a guidepost on which lessons might be appropriate in Florio, and then based off of that, integrated in. In the educational context, it's often also that it's being used in a classroom. And so um, our coaching app uh, can be projected onto a smart board or using using uh, Apple AirPlay shared on a screen, enabling other classmates to be able to follow and cheer their classmates as, as uh, they go through the virtual reality. And then the headset might be uh, passed around in a turn-taking style. Um, for parents, uh, we primarily work with parents through uh, several Medicaid programs that we have state approvals for under waivers. And their parents, there's lots of different circumstances parents find themselves in from situations where they simply can't get professional services because of where they live um, or family situation to uh, to wanting a supplement to to help with uh, you know weekends and evenings or times that they're not receiving professional therapy. And so um, our system is simple enough for a parent to use. Uh, what we find is that ideally uh, there's someone else helping them on what the appropriate lesson plan is and uh, how to then know when to move on to a new skill category. Um, and so, and we are rapidly building new capabilities in the system to uh, use the, the data of our entire customer base to help inform that. So, um, you know, today we're using mod data techniques to uh, suggest lessons that would be appropriate for the learner based on their background and how they're performing in lessons. And we see some of those tools as ways to continue to superpower parents. That's all absolutely fascinating. I particularly like what you said about the fact that the experience can be shared. So if there are a lot of different kids in a classroom and one particular child is having that experience, it can be shared and, and viewed by the other kids. That's I think that's a wonderful feature. So who can benefit most from Florio considering, let's say, their age or their diagnosis mm -hmm. based on the experience that you've had? Can you let me know? Yeah, so today our sweet spot in where we see the most traction are kids six and, ab and above. And they are children who are looking to uh, add to their social skill repertoire. So that might be conversation skills with peers. Um, our biggest success stories are often uh, 
children who maybe have uh, really gone grown tired of customary therapy. Um, they're fatigued, you know, you know, kids who have a diagnosis early or have often gone through thousands of hours of therapy by the time they hit six and seven years old. And so there's opportunities to introduce something fun and engaging, something that they actually like doing that feels more like a game to them, even though it has a, a learning context designed into it. And so um, those are some of the areas where we see the, the most uh, excitement. Um, we have received lots of requests to build out more and more skills that are in that tween and early teen young adult space. And so that's an area we focus on uh, quite a bit because of customer demand. Um, and and I think there the opportunity is, you know, as we know, a lot of the, the therapy complex that exists right now is really aimed at younger kids. Um, and so there's a, there's a shrinking of options as as a child becomes a young adult on on ways to help them get past the, the the hurdles that face them, you know, throughout growing up if they have a neurodiverse condition. From a diagnosis standpoint, um, the system has been primarily used with uh, autism diagnoses. Uh, however, uh, the executive function and emotional regulation content has uh, allowed many of our customers to expand its use into ADHD and anxiety as well. Um, and these are, of course, often uh, coexisting conditions with with autism. And so uh, some of that's overlapping. Um, we do have school districts as customers, and so they um, tend to make decisions more based on the IEP and not on the medical diagnosis. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about, but you mentioned it before I could ask about the tweens and the teens. Um, I'm curious what sort of demand you have in terms of the skills and the difference in the skills that say you would offer to a younger child versus a tween teen. And also what about a young adult, mm -hmm. someone who's actually aged out of the school system, but could benefit from something like this? What sort of things are you developing for that age bracket? That yeah. 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 So starting with tweens and, and early teenagers, um, our conversation skill lessons are very popular because we have lessons to help you practice your ability to join a conversation, to contribute, to participate with other peer-aged uh, avatars. And when, when, you think, when you think of some of the weaknesses in face-to-face uh, -face therapy today, uh, one, one is that it's often adult to child delivered, and therefore um, the children pick up skills and comfort talking to other adults, but that those don't necessarily translate when they're dealing with, when they're working with other kids in the school and trying to make a new friend. So we have a lot of lessons that are focused on conversation and ultimately trying to help them be able to make friends and, and succeed in, in a school setting. Um, that can include, you know, knowing how to raise your hand, knowing how to not to ch chime in, how to invite someone to sit next to you at the lunch table. There's a number of different scenarios that uh, we can think about. And then there's some that are you know, very difficult to teach for therapists, such as the bullying scenarios. And so, um, you know, we we are able to create uh, lessons that simulate some of that environment in a dignified way so that the, the individual can learn those skills. To get older, um, you know, we are really excited about the work we've been doing with the state of Tennessee. So we uh, just released new lessons on how to use a, a public bus system. And so, you know, these include reading the map, knowing where to where the bus stop is, 
Um, so you actually walk through a city and walk to the bus stop after reading a map that's a couple of blocks away from where you have to actually get. You have to read a timetable, know which bus to get on, uh, understand the semantics of having to pay when you enter through the front door, ask the driver for help, um, as well as some of the challenging edge cases that happen in the real world, such as the bus not showing up. Um, and so uh, we, we're really excited about those. Uh, we're working on a new set uh, of lessons uh, for the state, and these all will be av are available for all Florio customers. So the new set includes areas like time management. Uh, and so we're able to get into some of the important skill areas that can be used in a number of different situations. Well, this all sounds absolutely wonderful, really. Um, so where can our listeners reach you if they have questions or if they want to know more? Yeah, so you can uh, learn about all of this and more by going to Florio's website, which is uh, floriotech.com, F-L-O-R-E-O-T-E-C-H.com. And you will see uh, links to look at the entire library. You can uh, peruse all the lessons we have. We um, we have a also a feature there for any therapist or parent or educator where called Why Florio, where you can actually go through a set of questions and we will let you know which of our lessons uh, would be applicable to the learners you're thinking about. Um, and uh, and then we have an expedited path to allow you to become a customer from there if, uh, if you're looking to do it. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, I'm proud of is that we've been very focused also on affordability and accessibility for Florio. So um, Florio is an, is an app that's available through the Apple uh, App Store. And so, uh, you know, from an equipment standpoint, you just need an iPhone 7 or above and an iPad to use Florio. And uh, you can download through the App Store and reach out to us for an account uh, after you've downloaded it if you want to as well. Well, that sounds terrific. And uh, before we end, tell me, is there anything that I haven't asked or that we have not covered that you would like to add at this point? Um, yeah. So I, I think the thing that uh, as an entrepreneur who didn't know anything about healthcare when I started Florio, the um, one of the things that's become really apparent is how important it is to, to develop the product so that it can also be um, you know, compatible with how the healthcare system works. So, um, you know, we have been working hard on uh, the Medicaid approvals that we have in five states now, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, Maryland, D.C., New York, and Wisconsin. We also are um, uh, have just been approved for a CPT3 code, which is the procedure uh, terminology treatment codes that therapists add to their bills. And that's part of a long-term strategy of uh, enabling reimbursement for providers that choose to use our technology. We want to make it possible so that um, a healthcare professional can choose to use Florio purely based on what's in the best outcome interest of their client um, without having to think about the cost of the system. Well, that's really good to hear because we all know how important accessibility is to this kind of technology and therapy and so forth. I mean, it's great to have it there, but if you can't access it, you know, then it, it doesn't do the child or, or the client very much good. So it's really good to hear that you're working on all that and helping to make it accessible for, for all of these people. And thank you so much, Vijay, for your time and for sharing some great information with us today. Thank you so much for having me. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast. 
You can find it on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular platforms. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can always access us and other great resources on our website, autismresourcepodcast.com. I want to thank our listeners for spending part of their day with us. This is the Autism Resource Podcast, and I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.